Your contributions help keep Living on Earth on the air. Please give generously at LOE.org today. Warren Buffett began the new year with a big buy, a $2.5 billion investment in two solar projects in Southern California. This isn't the billionaire's first venture into renewable energy. Mr. Buffett's a leader in the sector with multiple wind farms and other solar investments. Ethan Zindler is head of policy analysis at Bloomberg New Energy Finance. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. So looking at the amount of money that Warren Buffett will make from uh, this investment, first, are we talking about him putting his own cash in or is he borrowing money? The projects have been bought by MidAmerican, which is owned by uh, Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. But uh, what we anticipate, at least, is that they will be refinanced at some future point by Buffett via the offering of some bonds. Uh, He did this previously with projects that he bought from a company called First Solar. And, of course, Warren Buffett bonds give him an advantage. Yeah, so if you're Warren Buffett, you can borrow money for usually a pretty good interest rate. You know, that's part of the strategy here. But I think, you know, in, in fairness, I don't think that he's exploiting, you know, or mid-American is necessarily completely just exploiting the fact that this is Buffett. What they see, and I think a number of investors are starting to see, is that large-scale solar projects that are going to produce a reliable amount of power and have signed contracts to sell that power at a fairly generous rate are pretty low-risk investments that can offer a good return. And then they get the extra bonus of the fact that people, you know, understand that Warren Buffett does not invest in things unless he thinks that they uh, offer a good opportunity. How important was it that he signed on the dotted line just after the so-called fiscal cliff in Washington? Uh, I don't think actually the two are connected. The key tax credit or subsidy for the solar industry is what's called the investment tax credit. And essentially, it allows developers to take a 30% credit off the cost of their project. So if you're building a $100 million project, uh, essentially $30 million of that cost can be reduced from your future tax bills. And so that's a pretty generous subsidy, of course, and it's one that the solar industry actually has on the books for the next several years. Uh, it was not one of the things, though, that was on the table in the, uh, the recently concluded fiscal cliff discussions. So California opened its carbon market at the beginning of this year. How do Warren Buffett's new solar acquisitions fit into this market? How are they affected by this market? To some degree, they're a little bit apples and oranges in the sense that, you know, California has on the books its own aggressive, what's called renewable portfolio standard to install certain amounts of renewable uh, power generation. And that really is a big part of what's been driving large-scale solar activity out there. Certainly, uh, it doesn't hurt that, you know, if this is going to supplant or replace some generation that might have had emissions, that certainly helps towards uh, California meeting its carbon Uh, emissions goals. But the primary driver of renewable energy in California has been the state-level renewable portfolio standard, plus the fact that the state has also had some other solar incentives. Along with solar, uh, Buffett's invested in wind, and he's also interested in other types of renewable energy. So how likely is it Warren Buffett will make other big acquisitions in the renewable energy sector this year? The U.S. market actually is going to, we foresee, certainly it's going to be a bit of a troubled year for the wind industry this year. And that does get back to your, an earlier question about uh, the fiscal cliff. Uh, one of the reasons is because that industry relies on a separate tax credit. And that credit technically actually expired at midnight, December 31st, 2012. 
and then was extended by Congress on January 1st, 2013. But the fact that it had been allowed to go as late as it did before getting extended, to some degree, put the U.S. wind market on hold. Um, while we think that the Buffett deal is a harbinger of things to come sort of uh, uh, more globally and on a macro basis, um, there are not necessarily as many large acquisition opportunities out there right now. There are some for wind, but not so many for solar at the moment. How much does this acquisition of these solar companies in Southern California mark a turning point for this industry? And what does Warren Buffett's deepening interest in this bode for the industry's future, do you think? Well, I think it's a very positive sign. I mean, Warren Buffett deploying two, two and a half billion dollars, that's capital at scale that we don't actually often see in our industry. This is doing things in a much bigger way. And that's a very positive development for clean energy, because if you look at how things like oil pipelines and natural gas pipelines or refineries are typically financed. They're done, you know, in a big way at scale, often with bond offerings or with more sophisticated vehicles than have been available to the clean energy industry. So this is a very positive development in that respect. And then, of course, the other thing is Buffett, you know, is Buffett. You know, he brings a strong reputation with him and a lot of respect throughout other parts of the business community. In fact, we've certainly heard from clients or even new clients who say that they've gotten interested in this area because, you know, they want to know what Buffett's up to. Ethan Zindler is head of policy analysis at Bloomberg New Energy Finance. Thanks so much, Ethan. My pleasure. 